Hey everyone, welcome to the Fix Her Crown podcast, where we are building a community of women that empower and support other women. In our journey, we have slowly realized that no one has this roller coaster called life figured out. And while the two of us don't have all the answers, and we will never claim to, we are here to discuss the issues we all face in life, as well as the tools and resources to help deal with them. With humor, compassion, and our honest and open discussions, we hope to help you fix your crown to continue being the queen that you are. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Fix Her Crown podcast. I'm Crystal and I am with my lovely co-host, Jenny. Hello everyone. And this is going to be a fun topic because we had just went to a winery and got... um, we did a, ta- a tasting, and then uh-huh. we got some lovely pineapple slushies, so feeling pretty delicious. good. <laughs> and then we filled up on Mexican food, so yes. we're living yeah. our mid mid to early 30s life. I'm telling you, it's still early 30s. <laughs> so, which brings me to the topic, we're going to be talking about what it actually means to be 30-something. Not only 30-something, but a 30-something millennial. So much fun. But like, do you... Do people really realize how old millennials are? I don't think they do. I don't think so either, because there's a dude that I work with that always says, like, oh, millennials, and I'm thinking, I'm I'm a millennial. Yeah, but you're not really a millennial. No, I, I am a millennial. <laughs> I'm, like, right like, in I'm the not middle trying, of it all. Yeah, I'm not trying to fight you on this, because they get a bad rap, but mm-hmm. no, I really am. Look so. at this graph. <laughs> But speaking of like older millennials, did you know that they coined the term geriatric millennial? What is that? So when I was going through the episode today and I saw Jenny put geriatric millennial, I I did get offended. Ha ha ha. But really though, what is a geriatric millennial? First of all, (laughs) it's some bullshit is what it is. I was so pissed off when I even heard this term (laughs) i will start this out with saying that i get really sick and tired of some of the people who are older than us that when they speak about us millennials they act like we're still children in the back seat of the family station wagon just playing our game boys and then asking if our moms can get us some surge or dunkaroos the next time they go to the grocery store mine was that's getting very old mine was an astro van Yes, it was. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what was the bumper sticker on the back of it? Was oh, the I love mammoths. Oh, that was yeah, like that was a different van. Yeah. That was our camping van. Yes. And yeah, we went out west one year and I um I had the bright idea of like, hey, every place we stop, we're gonna put a sticker on the back of the van. Like I and they it. agreed to I it. Love it. They yeah, let that's me do what it. I was just thinking. I was like, okay. <laughs> so like at first it started off like they're all kind of similar, like these square, like holographic looking things. Yeah. Of each place we went. Then we went to <laughs> I don't even know where we went. Was it Mammoth Cage? Maybe. I don't know, but I found this long sticker. Like similar to what you would see, like I Heart New York. Yeah. Well, I found I Heart Mammoths, and they let me put it on the back of the van, which is hilarious. Then later on in life, when I got older to drive, they're like, oh, do you want to drive this van? I said, no. No. And mainly, not only it was, you know, it wasn't cool. I got stuck driving another van, but 
that van. I was like, I am not driving a van that says I love mammoths on the back. <laughs> I think the camping van was the classic camping van that everybody of our age remembers growing up. Yeah. Like the red, like the, the reddish red. It was like the maroon and white stripes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then like the maroon colored seats. I will tell you, they're probably the best seats to sit on though because yes. they're the the most comfortable yes ever so they definitely built it on comfort and no style, <laughs> no <whatsoever>. style. <laughs> but yeah anyways yes <laughs> so back to this geriatric millennial <laughs> bullshit discussion um so th- so what i would like to say to anybody that that thinks that us millennials are just still small children like hoping that our mothers knit our mittens for the winter, uh, we're adults and we're productive members of society that have careers and families and aspirations. And I also have two nearly full-grown men in my house that I'm raising, so you can stop talking to me or stop talking about me like I'm a helpless idiot who feels entitled to everything because I do not. And I also want to know. I'm clapping. If you want to complain about those participation trophies we got when we were growing up, we weren't the ones making them and ordering them and giving them to us. This is I very will add true. that. I will add that. Uh, we did not ask for the. Per- <laughs> the we did not. The trophies. <laughs> they were given to us. Yes. They're like, um, sir, I believe I need this participation trophy. Yeah. Um, but I digress. So a geriatric millennial is someone that was born between 1980 and 1985, and I just, I just don't understand when geriatric, that term. And then mid thirties and early forties correlated. I right. just don't understand like, it. Who who did that? Yeah. Who's responsible for that? Yeah. It doesn't correlate in my mind. And the term original millennial sounds way better. Yeah. But in all sincerity, just calls the Oregon Trail generation and just let's move on. Yes. Oregon that we Trail. can all get down with. Oh, computer lab in school. Yes. That was that was the best that thing. That was the best thing ever. That's like my favorite part of elementary school. And and it was like not even the fancy Oregon Trail. It was like the stick The green figures. like the green screen thing. Yeah. Whatever. I don't know what you call it. I call it the green screen. I think pretty much most people do. I don't know what it's called, but yes. That was the shit, man. Oh yeah. Um so there was a guy that I worked with uh, when I worked at that factory, and he's seven years younger than us, so he was born in, like, 94. Okay. And he came into the office one day. It was, like, a Saturday, so it was kind of slower. Mm-hmm. And he came in, and he sat down with his phone, and he's, like, messing around on his cell phone, and he's, like, so excited to tell me about this new app that he put on his phone, and it was Oregon Trail. And he was explaining to me, like, how you play it. Oh, you, no, like, he get wasn't. to cross rivers. And sometimes you die of dysentery. And, like, all this stuff. Were and you just kind of like, uh-huh? I was sitting there, and I was like, yeah, we uh, we played that in elementary school, like, during computer lab. Don't you remember? And he just looked at me like I was crazy. Like, I was looking at him, and he thought it was, like, a whole new game. Oh, God. That they had just made for an app. And then I sat there, and I was like... We are definitely into. We definitely have a generation gap going on here. Oh yeah. <laughs> we just left it at that. And the older you get, the more it grows. Yeah. Yes, it's very wide now. Yeah, and that's why we'll teach you words like chuggy and cap and no cap. <laughs> <laughs> 
But we um, we thought it would be fun to kind of come up with a list of things. This isn't really a serious list, but just kind of a fun way to describe 30s. So if you're not in your 30s yet, get ready. And if you're out of the 30s, I mean, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of head nodding and like, oh, yep, yep, yep hell yeah. And then some of them, they're going to be like, these you're bitches cute. don't even know. <laughs> you're cute. That's so cute. <laughs> So buckle up, let's go. <laughs> so what does it mean to be in your 30s? Go. Okay, so the first one that comes to mind is saying your diet starts on Monday. <laughs> yeah. And then on, you know, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, you're eating your weight in tacos and drinking all the margaritas, oh, yeah. which is kind of what we <laughs> did today. I think I told you, like, when we were on our walk this morning that... Uh, I gained another pound over the last two weeks, and then I was like, nah, I don't care. Let's go have some tacos. <laughs> yeah, let's go have some tacos. Okay. Cancel plans that make you extremely happy. Yes. So, <laughs> yes. that That's one for me. Yeah. Cancel plans make me extremely happy. <laughs> oh, oh, no. <laughs> Damn. Shit. I'm yeah. sorry. I tell you, like I, lo- like I say all the time, I love spending time with friends and family, but... Oh, yeah. Canceled plans, I'm like, oh, that, it's like a weight's lifted off your shoulders and nothing makes me happier than lounging on my couch or already being in bed at 10 p.m. on a Saturday night. It's so sad. Like, as much as I love Saturday Night Live, I typically watch it the next day because I'm already in bed. <laughs> like, it's too late. <laughs> it's too late for this. Uh, being upset that we don't spend more time with our parents. Yes, that is a, it's a rough one sometimes. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Like, you go from, I don't want to be in this house, I want to get out, and then you live a little, and then you go back to, why don't you ever want to be around me? <laughs> I Well, I probably my parents are like, we're glad you're out. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, and that you don't have these two heathens with you all the time at our house. But, no, they, so... I feel like that happens with a lot of people. Oh, sure. You know, pretty mm-hmm. much everybody goes through that. Um, but I must say that here over the last month to two months, uh, Colin's been going over to my parents at least once a week and helping my dad around the house with yeah. stuff. And it's yeah. pretty cool. Like, yeah, they're building like a deeper bond. And I feel like my dad's teaching him things. And then Colin feels like, I don't know, maybe a little mature because he's helping doing stuff and yeah. helping. So that's pretty cool, but yeah, I, the one of the things that I can say about like if 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 I know I'm upset because I don't spend enough time with my parents, and that might mean that I need to spend more time with yeah, them, you know, Call them. yeah. <laughs> the next thing would be, at, and I'm notorious for this, is to think about all the household chores you need to catch up on, but then you get so overwhelmed that you take a four hour nap. <laughs> And can we discuss how I absolutely need a nap on Saturdays, like mid-afternoon, if I ran errands that morning and then I have plans for that evening? I, I, right. I can't function without that nap yeah. anymore. You're like, okay, you you break down your day. <laughs> like, I've got to I've gotta get groceries. I've got to clean the house. I've got to do this and that and the other. i got to take my kids somewhere, where, mm-hmm. whatever it is. And then someone's like, you made plans to go out that night. And you're just like, oh, my gosh. Like, do you want me to be a bitch when I show up? Right. Do you want me to look like a zombie when I get there? I'm to the point now, like, I I think at least once, maybe twice with Danielle, I have texted her and been like, 
I'm going to be late because I'm going to take a nap. Yep. Just facts. I'm not hiding anything anymore. I'm freaking tired all the damn time. Let's normalize telling people we got to take a nap Hashtag normalize naps. (laughs) Another thing is searching through all your... Your streaming services, because I don't know about you, but I have multiple, Mm -hmm. and there's literally nothing that you want to watch, and then going back and forth with your spouse or whoever Mm -hmm. about what to watch and not ever finding anything, so you just revert back to some crap show that you don't care about, and then you spend all your time on your phone instead. on your phone, yeah. like, well, this was pointless. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Every time, like, Brad is to the point where he just, he's like, you pick something out, babe. And then he'll go, like, go to the garage and sit out there for a little, like, yeah. literally we'll come back, like, 15 minutes later because he knows it's going to take forever if I pick anything. <laughs> and I'm just, like, he's one of those people that can just pick a movie. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter. Like, I wish I could be like that because I feel like I'm very, like, I don't want to waste my time yeah. on a movie that oh, yeah. I might not like. And then you're like, oh. I could have been doing so many other things. Yeah, like, like watching the same old shit. Like napping. Oh, like napping <laughs> or eating tacos. So I, I wish someone told me that I would be this exhausted every day of my life. Like, I've been exhausted since 2003, but this exhaustion is on a whole new level. <laughs> and, uh, and I also want to know, too... Uh, Email us at fixhercrownpodcast at gmail.com. Does anyone our age not have bones that pop and crack in the morning? That's what I really want to know. <laughs> Let us know. Because <laughs> this has been happening for a while now. Let us know we're not alone. And I'm already calling it that my left hip is going to be the bad hip the when bad I hip. get older. Because it's already making a clicking noise in the morning. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's pretty wild. Uh, and then I also think sometimes that these can't be the same knees that I used to dance to pop lock and drop it to. I'm okay. I will admit, like it wasn't pretty to start with in 2006, but so, they can't be the same knees. So pop lock and drop it has a whole new meaning. <laughs> <laughs> pop and lock your knees because that's what's gonna happen, and then you're gonna drop on the floor <laughs> and can't get back up. So this is hilarious to me because when I, my sister and I are like nine years apart. So when I was 21, you know, she was like almost 31. Yeah. So we, I remember going to the club with my (laughs) sister and we like danced our asses off. And after that night, I swear to God, my knees have never been the same. Like, we still talk about that because she says the same shit. It's like, our knees haven't been the same. (laughs) And that's been a while. We'll just say it's been a while ago. Yeah, over 10 years of knee problems. So I'm already already on that that struggle bus. I would also like to say that I wish someone told me these kids of mine were going to turn into the smart-ass teenagers with their attitude problems like they are. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait. That actually did happen. Yeah, they, they totally told you definitely this. told me that. They told you well, this. Well, it's still pretty freaking rough. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think all parents, just wait until you have your kids. 
it's going to be worse. Mm-hmm. They'll act just like you. Well, it's true. <laughs> it is very true. I mean, I have one that loves rap and fast food, and then I have the one that likes rock, and there's there's some drama that goes on every now and then, so it's they're both sides there. <laughs> Does anybody else have an existential crisis at least once a week? Oh, hell yeah. If, if not more. Yeah. It's, it's very... <laughs> stressful oh for sure uh and does anyone else feel like time's going at warp speed Mm -hmm. i was thinking that the other day because i swear to god every year goes by faster than the than the last i saw it on facebook somebody shared a post and somebody and it makes sense when you think about it that like do you remember when you were like i don't know like six seven eight years old and the day seemed to like drag on forever oh for sure and like the summer drug on forever, which was nice because we oh, had yeah. shit to do with no responsibilities. How many minutes is that? Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. So when you were like five, like a year when you were five was a fifth of your whole entire life. And now <laughs> I'm going to make you feel really fucking sad. Okay. <laughs> At 34, a year is a 34th of your life. Which isn't very long yeah. in the grand scheme of things. So that's why it feels like it's going by faster oh. than when we were younger. This is very true. Yeah. You write that out because I'm sure that was kind of confusing at first. <laughs> and also, can we talk about the three-day hangovers? They're awful. They're terrible. <laughs> this is why when you're 30, you make sure you order a water with any bever- alcoholic mm-hmm. beverage that you get. Yeah. And if you don't, you're like... What am I doing with my life? <laughs> I think I'm 24. Why did I do this shit to myself again? How about getting a full night's sleep without waking up two times to pee and three times just because? I'm more on the side of um, being like the Sahara Desert over here. So I have to make sure that I have a glass of water on my nightstand every night. And I wake up to take a drink of water. Yeah. So I go to bed with one bottle of water. I think everybody in my household does this now. Yeah. And then Brad will take like two and I can hear him at like one o'clock in the morning chugging a full bottle of water. Yeah. And then just going straight back to sleep. Yep. Okay. So how about this? This really messes with me. When you slowly start to realize that some of these adults running around are actually younger than you. Oh, for sure. Like, and not even, like, a couple years. Like, ten or more. When you see um, an application come through and it's like, (laughs) they were born in 2000. Yeah. And you're like, what? What? (laughs) And then you're like, some of these bitches can legally drink. God, that sent a shudder down my spine. Uh I was kind of thinking about this. So, like, as we've grown up, everyone was older than oh, us. Oh, for like, sure. Like, everybody, like, in, like, quote-unquote authority roles, I guess. Like, yeah. as you grow up. So, like, your parents, your teachers, like, even the actors and the actresses on TV, like, the main characters were older than you. But while we were growing up and starting into adulthood, the, the next generation was being born and growing up, too. And I think we kind of failed to realize that. <laughs> <laughs> and let me tell you, this next generation is way more tech-savvy. And way sassier than we could have ever hoped to be. And they are going to just be running rampant in a few years. When you said actors and actresses, like, I'm sure you do, like, catch yourself, like, wow, mm-hmm. that person is getting older. Like, 
Like they been they haven't been in a movie in forever and yeah. you, you remember them in a certain role and you're just like, whoa, yeah. what what happened? Wait, wait, do I need to pinch myself? Mm-hmm. Also, when the hell did Nirvana and Weezer okay. and Foo Fighters and all of these bands become classic rock? That's a bunch of that's a crock when, shit is when, what that is. <laughs> Grunge should not be on classic rock stations. It what actually like Classic rock has always been the same classic right. rock. Right. For us. Yes. That's and then, all, we know. all of a sudden, our shit started creeping it in. It smells like teen spirits on there. Right. I'm like, now I will tell you <laughs> that like Drowning Pool and like Corn and all of them aren't on it yet, but yet. they will be. Like I turned on the I turned on my car a couple months ago and I heard uh the Let the Bodies Hit the Floor song by Drowning Pool. And I, I swear to God, I thought to myself, I was like, please don't let this be on Q95. Just please. <laughs> and then it was on X103 or Alt103, whatever the hell it's called now. Yeah. Uh, so, which is still like the regular rock, rock station. station. Uh, so I was very thankful. I would have cried. And I was having a really stressful day that day. So I think I would have gone down an absolute spot. I would have just gone back to bed. You're like. For the whole day. All these things have happened. <laughs> the last thing I need is for someone to tell me that I'm old. Oh, I'll tell you what else will trip you up. Going back to actors and actresses. So I'm a numbers person. I'm an age person. I've just always been that way. Yeah. Like, I do quick math to figure out how old somebody is for some reason. I don't know why. So, I was watching Married with Children. Oh, gosh. Yeah, you're going to love this. <laughs> so... It's on Hulu, and I played, like, the very first episode, and I was like, wow. Is it Katie Sagel? Is that how you say her name? Oh, dear Lord, I hope that's how you say it. If not, you're going to have to, like, dub yourself in here later. I'm like, which which <laughs> one is that? The mom. Peg. Oh, Peg. Yeah. Let's just say Peg. So, so she was on there, and I was like, wow, she's, you know, kind of young looking. Like, oh, when, yeah. I, when I saw it, I mean, when it came out, I think we were like a year or two old. But anyways, like when I saw it when I was younger, like she looked older, older. in my mm-hmm. mind, you know. Oh and, my God. Uh, what are you going to tell me? How old was she? Okay. Well, first of all, her name is Katie Sagel. <laughs> <laughs> so she, so I think this came out. Okay. So she was like 34, 35. When, when she was in that role. Yeah. <laughs> She started that role, and I was like, oh, wow. And then I was like, because you know how, like, the 80s and the 90s don't feel like they were that long ago? Yeah. And then you get to thinking, you're like, okay, so she's, like, in her mid-60s now. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, am I going to be in my mid-60s, like, at the snap of a finger? Like, am I... Everything's going at warp speed. <laughs> Welcome to my existential crisis, guys. <laughs> You're experiencing it right now. Oh, God. And then also, I would like to note that Val Kilmer used to be really freaking smoking hot in Tombstone in 1993. And just Google him now. And it's very sad. Oh, God. But you know, you know who still looks the same? Who's that? Sam Elliott. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is why he, like, I don't even know what how old he was when he started acting. Well, he was like 42 when he was in Roadhouse. See? So he was like 45 or something like yeah. that in Tombstone, and now he's like in his mid-70s. Maybe he had some like salt and pepper hair already, mm-hmm. so like he was set. He's a silver there's, box. There's... <laughs> it's not he's fair. He's good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
And I would also like to say that I think uh, mid-30s starts at the age of 37. Yeah. We're not in our mid-30s. We're still in our early 30s. Yeah. So I know someone that is 37, and they refuse to think that they're in their late 30s. I'm like, you know. I would too. 39 and a half. That's when late starts. (laughs) The day before you turn 40. Yeah. There we go. That's your your, your late 30s right there. (laughs) And then we stay in our late 30s till we're about 45. But there are some there are some good things about being I wouldn't say being thirty is terrible. No. I think I honestly think it's like the beginning of the really good years. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Because I like we were talking about, you start feeling more yourself, Mm -hmm. you start caring less about what other people think. You're coming into your own. Mm-hmm. Like all of those years where you're, you're trying to fit in and you're like, now you're just like, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care about fitting in. I don't care about, you know, getting those jeans from that store mm-hmm. because everybody else is wearing them. Yeah. So like they're, that part of it, worrying about that crap, that yeah. being gone, that's great. Yeah. That's more freeing. Oh, yeah. And it's only going to, I feel like it's only going to get better. I really think so, too. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I've just, I have less and less tolerance for other people's bullshit the further along we go. Yeah. It's a very, very uh, freeing. Yeah, so it's that, okay, you do you, I'll do me mm-hmm. mentality, and right. everything's going to be fine. Yeah, it's not the end of the world, <laughs> and we'll move along. Right. I got other shit to do. So, all in all... You know, like I said, if you are in your 20s listening to this, get ready. And if you're in your 30s, you're probably like, yep, I'm there. And if you're older, you're like, oh, yes. <laughs> you're either still there or you're just like, that's cute. That's and really we, cute. We appreciate you. <laughs> yeah. Please don't slap us the next time you see us. My but, mom's going to whip my ass. <laughs> the same. <laughs> But we hope you enjoyed yourselves, and thank you so much for tuning in. We really do appreciate you so much. Uh, If you haven't already, go ahead and follow us on Instagram at FixHerCrown underscore podcast and on Facebook at Podcast. And again, if you have creaky bones now or you're feeling that pain, you tell us about it. Or just tell us, like... What? Another funny thing yes. about being in your 30s that we didn't list, yes. and then we can talk about it next time. We want to hear it. Email us at fixhercrownpodcast at gmail.com. Yes. Thank you, guys. Have a great week. See ya.